Dogs special dedication to all dogs of dogs. Dedicated to all top dogs, celebrity crew. Man called Tony Kelly, the man called Robert and Wilder Party Riding Show. Curfew! Sometimes a back of some of them a rally back. We a road boy, you tell me not take back no chat. Sometimes a back of some of them a rally back, but we a road boy. Hey y'all, welcome back. Hey, hey, hey. Behind the Stage Podcast. I can't remember what episode it is, so I'm not even going to say one this week. Could be 29, could be 30. <laughs> You learned from your last time. Yeah. <laughs> last time you were right, actually. I was. I was kind of on a roll for the past few, you know. You would think that we have some sort of like pre-production. <laughs> I do, know. But this this never comes up. No. Um, but anyways, yeah, let's jump right in. Um, I feel like we've both been just like on the go nonstop, as we've been saying a lot lately on this mm-hmm. pod. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, how have your, how has your past week been? Um, I'm just gonna keep it short and sweet. My last, my last two weeks have been great. <laughs> like good, 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 busy, um, as per usual, um, busy and grateful. I will say that I'm not gonna see, I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna say that I'm busy as a bad thing. I was actually having a conversation with this girl um, at Urban Outfitters today. And um, she, um, a few, I've been to Urban Outfitters, pretty much I'm at, I'm at Urban Outfitters every week or every day because one of my characters is like, <laughs> that's her whole vibe. Uh-huh. So there's a young lady that I met her, I met there and um, she's like a manager. And um, she asked me a few weeks ago what I do. And I told her and she asked me how I got into it. And her and I were just like chopping it up. Like I literally had like eight bags in my hand, but I just felt it in my spirit to like connect with her and so on. And we started talking. I was started giving her advice on just the union and giving her encouragement because she's actually interested in being in it. So I um, just gave her some information on it. We were chopping it up, yada, yada, yada. So we've kept in contact since then. And I walked into the store today and She's just like, oh, um, you know, I applied and so on. So I'm just waiting for my response. I'm like, don't worry, something will come. And she was like, you know what? I'm just grateful overall that I'm working because I know so many people in retail that are not. And it's mm-hmm. so true. Like my industry um, as a visual merchandiser, um, it, retail is taking a hit and it's really sad. Mm-hmm. Like, Stores are closing left, right, and center. I believe we've spoken about this a few times on the podcast. And um, it hurts. Like, I'm not even, even going to lie to you. It actually really hurts to know that companies that have been around for years are just not, they just can't survive. And as much as I'm not necessarily a stan for Le Chateau, I remember Le Chateau being around like heavy when I was in high school. Yeah. That was my place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was my place to shop. 
like there in Sirens. I was there in grade nine all the time. And to know that when I went at Eaton Center and I see, I, I, I know those tickets where they put the tickets on everything, like these black and red tickets. And it says like final sale, everything must go, everything must go. And I'm like, holy crap, like this is it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's wild. Yeah, it's really sad. So um, to know how many people have been out, have been without work or have gone back to work to only be let go literally two days later or a week later. Yeah. That's pretty wild. Like it's, it's just, it's, it really makes you think it really, really, really makes you think it's, and I was also having a talk with another friend of mine last, last week or so, because I put up a post um, on my Instagram and it was along the lines of someone saying, oh, um, something along the lines of what you're grateful for or like be grateful. Something, I, I can't remember what it is, but the person underneath that caption, um, somebody said, you know, something along the lines of people losing their jobs and losing their families and not working, this, that, and the third, yada, yada, yada. And a friend of mine messaged me after that post and he's just like, you know, we're both in the entertainment world. And he just found it so interesting that out of all of the industries that should be somewhat suffering right now mm-hmm. is entertainment mm-hmm. because there's so many of us on a green, like on set or like working together in order to make something like a movie or a TV show. Like there's no way for us to social distance as much as we try. There is no way for us to do it. And the fact that this industry is booming and companies that have the capability to do social distancing and so on, or even have a smaller amount of people work, they're falling apart. It's yeah. just like, the, like the, it's so wild. Like it just doesn't make any sense to me. I know it's <laughs> true because it's, it's so interesting to, when we think about, I mean, the, the, with COVID and everything, like the reason why a lot of companies were suffering is because they weren't considered essential businesses, essential workers. But here we are. I mean, we, we shut down for like five months, I want to say. Yeah. But here we are in the world of film and it's like, I mean, I'm extremely grateful, but Mm -hmm. it does make you wonder like, are, is this official? I mean, is this um, essential, you know, like it entered the entertainment world. I mean, movie theaters and stuff have shut down, but as far as like the making of the movies, it's like, it's still happening. And and I've been Mm -hmm. seeing even like, there's so many like movies that are coming out that are surrounding COVID. And I'm like, when did y'all film this? Thank you. You know, when we were supposed to be social distancing, (laughs) but it's like, one thing I do know about 
the film industry is like at the end of the day like producers are invested like if you're a producer mm -hmm. on something it's your money on the line and you need to see your return so they're gonna like push and figure it out mm -hmm. anyway we anyway they can and yeah it is i mean which is why we get tested every week or the people on set get tested three times a week i guess mm -hmm. like because without that <laughs> like i don't i don't under, i don't i don't get it like i I'm, I'm curious to know though maybe as you as an actor how does the kissing scenes work um, like is that still it, a thing now is that still is that still going in <laughs> like, yeah it is but it, with testing so anytime you book a gig as an actor on any show right now it, you have a mandatory like testing and isolation time frame like even for booking like a commercial or anything where you're dealing with people like acting in somebody's thing mm -hmm. yeah that still is a part of it so the actors are still you know just like everybody else getting tested regularly and then yeah but i know it it, it would make you kind of weary now because it's like i don't know what you're doing with your mouth like <laughs> A test is one thing, like, yeah, but it's, me. Mm -hmm, it's still very much happening for sure. Oh, boy. But yeah, other than that, like, you know, I'm still, I'm still here, still going. Um, I got my braids done, so I'm good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm back to braid life. And oh, yes. Yeah, so and now I'm an iPhone user. Like, I'm a full, I'm back to my old ways. And why? I, <laughs> Just curious. Yeah, yeah. You know what it was? It was last week. Yeah, the last week, the day you saw me, actually. Mm. I don't know what happened, but as soon as I left Yorkdale after seeing you, my phone crashed. <laughs> Oh, wow. Like, completely crashed. Completely crashed. And I was in the process of getting a new phone regardless because I do my city line recordings on my phone. Mm -hmm. And the last few times, well, no, not the last few times, but the last, last two times, not the last time, the last time before that, I had some technical difficulties with the phone. Hence why I shot City Line outside <laughs> recently. So, um, yeah, I was looking for a phone and went to a provider. I was looking at a Google phone. And then something, I don't know, the iPhone was just calling me. Really? Yeah, so, it was just calling me. So what's the latest iPhone these days? Girl, you, your guess is good as mine. It's a it's called the iPhone 12 Pro. <laughs> mm. The last iPhone I had was the iPhone 6S. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. that's been a while that's a long time ago. And I was totally fine with my my Samsung. Like I still have it. Like it's it's still going, whatever. But it just could not hold enough stuff for me. And now that I have my Mac, 
I just wanted everything to be in one place. You know, you should get an external hard drive for your Mac. Yes, that's true. Because stuff that you don't need to access regularly, mm -hmm. you, they can just live on the hard drive so they're not taking up space on your actual computer. Facts. Yes. I'm going to be a grown-up. I'm trying to be a grown-up. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. I'm literally trying to be a grown-up right now and I'm trying to end 2020 as a grown-up so mm -hmm. that is the plan but that's but good. yeah how's your week um two weeks been I know you've been busy I have you've told mm -hmm. me <laughs> yeah I've, I've told everyone <laughs> uh whenever people don't see or hear from I mean people rarely see or hear from me but when I really go ghost like i'm definitely just like working um but yeah it's been good i mean like it's it's been blessed like there's it's i feel like i've gone through a thing of like i've just been go 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 that i haven't really taken the time to like relax and exhale and like like you know it's a beautiful it was a beautiful weekend and like I wouldn't know the difference because if I don't say, you know what, I'm going to stop and like give myself half an hour to just like go outside or something, it just won't mm -hmm. happen. So yeah, but I mean like a lot of, um, you know, blessings have been coming through in the past week and just, you know, just different opportunities. And I really, I'm starting to feel like, you know, like there's something about that last quarter push that last mm -hmm. quarter anointing that is just kind of like nah i'm not done with this year yet i'm not done with you know um the possibilities of this year and um yeah so that's that's kind of what it's been for me i've just i'm working on a side project that i guess by the next time we drop our next episode i'll probably be able to speak more on it but mm -hmm. that's been you know a huge opportunity for me and um yeah I have like a birthday coming up and yes. I, like your girl is getting old and like I have no plans like every year and mm -hmm. um but especially I guess now I can blame it on COVID be like <laughs> I can't too much but I'm just actually you know what I'm just really grateful like I had a moment earlier this week that was just like I was just driving I was just in traffic and I don't know I just felt this urge to like just just play gospel music in the car and just like you know set my atmosphere that way and and just kind of be in a moment of like thanksgiving because I'm just like man like what a year and it's like enough people didn't make it you know what i mean so mm. every single day that we are here it just hits different you know making it to a birthday hits different and i can mm. honestly say that you know what i mean like i feel i i can identify uh, more strongly with what that feels like now mm -hmm. um and we just got word that we have a new president. And I say we because we are also, <laughs> we're North American. Yes. And a black vice president. I mm -mm. mean, a black female, black female vice president. <laughs> black, black 
female Jamaican, Jamaican Indian, South Asian, like, South, South Asian, like all of checkmark. it. I am here for every checkmark, every yeah. checkmark, H- like HBCU grad, yes, checkmark. Howard grad, like wow, <laughs> like it's just the the U.S. is going nuts right now. Everyone's so excited just to get trump the hell out of office finally like thank you jesus just because Mm. we know like even as canadians i I can honestly say like even just sitting like cnn has been on my on my on my tv like for months okay like my mom gives me the lowdown on everything that's going on and and i can honestly say that this has been the first time really like you know even with obama and stuff it was like okay cool that's amazing but it's just Mm -hmm. like this has been the first time where i feel like i've really been invested in what's happening in politics in the u.s because we've seen it like directly hit us as well, yeah. you know, like the how they're dealing with COVID affects how we can move over here and, and Absolutely. all those types of things, you know, and just, I mean, we won't get into it again, but just like the heaviness and the darkness mm. of like the racism and the bullshit and, and all the people who showed their little horns because, you know, they had their president reigning for four years you know what I mean? And just that sort of energy. So with this, it's like, you know, congratulations to our American friends, families, supporters mm-hmm. here, because it's just like, this just feels like, I know how I feel about it. And I can only imagine living in, in the US, but it's like, it just feels like a big exhale. It feels like a yeah. Oh, like, okay, wow, we can breathe now. Like, you know what I mean? And of course, that you know, it's going to take time for things to change and, and get in order and undo some shit and redo some shit and all that kind of stuff. But at least like you can really see like, to me, it's so spiritual. It's just like you can see God's hand like he, you know, Absolutely. this is all in the word. Like there has to be the season of, you know, of darkness, of pain, of struggle, of all of that kind of stuff to then get to the season of overflow, you know? So I think that's why I'm like mostly excited. Like, yo, I even bust two tears, like watching. Of course. Like, because it was just like, wow, like, yo, to see a black woman in that position and and, sh- and she's not like mm, black, she like black, for she real. She black, black. You know she what I mean? Black. And like, it's not like, <laughs> one parent white like you have whole ass immigrant ass parents you know what i mean like and it's just such a beautiful thing you know jamaicans are well yo we've been had pride from now you think you can tell a jamaican anything we up in the white house (laughs) at all like Like, oh my god i can just i know what next time i go check my grandparents you already know my grandpa's just gonna go off like and it's just such a blessing like for older generations to see it to see this like i was balling watching a bit of the inauguration like or sorry not the inauguration but just their open their kind of speeches their first kind Mm -hmm. of official speeches and seeing all the black women like cheering at the top of their lungs because it's just Mm -hmm. like yo like that's like she represents me you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and just us knowing and experiencing for ourselves um, just like, you know, what felt like and what feels like the war against Black women. 
Yeah, I, I feel you. And of course, Kamala has, has had her share of BS because people, yeah. there's a lot of black men that are not really fucking with her like that. Because, yeah. and even with and Joe Biden. Politics. Yep, even yep. with Joe Biden. Politics with the, is messy. With mm-hmm. the, I believe it's uh, ex- <laughs> um, American friends, excuse me, with certain names and stuff, but I believe there was some crime bill that took place years ago and joe biden was a huge participant in that and um it's it um affected a lot of black men and 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 had a lot of black men in jail Mm -hmm. so and obviously obviously um they're saying about kamala harris also having her um issues with black men blah 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 but at the end of the day like people change (laughs) just because they were that that way how many years ago doesn't mean like they're going to take it to their presidency it's totally different now they've said what they've said in regards on what they can do and people need to understand that this is not going to happen overnight like things like like (laughs) like the Trump is still in office. Like, he's still there. Yeah. So stuff like this is going to take time. And that's the and thing, we, like... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, and we just... And people just have to be patient. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. Like, like I, talking to my American friends, they're just saying the same thing. They're just like, you know... Like, we just hope that Americans give, you know, um, Biden and and Harris like the the time that it will take you know give them the patience that it will take to really like affect some change because you know homie had done some real damage and yes of course every I am of the keen belief that every politician has some dirt under their nails 100 absolutely I mean it's a dirty game we know it but it's kind of that thing of like you know, whose dirt can you deal with more realistically? That's what it boils mm-hmm. down to because, and at this point, I think the world has seen that like Trump was next level dirty, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And they're just like, nah, we can't deal with that level of dirt. And like blatantly dirty. Blatantly. Like, like just like, out there and out there. did not give a fuck. Some of the <laughs> things that this man would say, it's like, wow, like, you really said that? Like, my mom was telling me um, how he said one time, talking to, like, the suburban white women, like, oh, you know, vote for me, love me, because I I kept Black people out of your neighborhoods. Or, like, something, like, he, he put up some something that, you know, this particular high-end neighborhood, whatever, you know, no Black people can get mortgages in this neighborhood. Or something to that effect. And I was just like, really? Like, he really said that? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's like, yes. Like, it, he's the type that makes you be like, yo, you really just said that? And he's such a sore loser, too. Like, you <laughs> he haven't heard shit. Yo, I just want this man to go to jail. Like, real talk. Like, and, that's, he, and that's the thing. Like, he's not going. He's not going. Like, I, that has been the conversation for days. Like, oh, yeah, he's going to go to jail. He's not going to jail. I know. He's not. 
Yeah. He's but not. a hooker crook, I mean, they're going to have to do some hardcore whatever, but he yeah. already kind of aligned himself and put people in position because he knows that, like, that's that's going to be something that people are running him down about, you mm-hmm. know, run it once he gets out of office. But we will see how that goes. Whew. At the end of the day, it's still a huge, huge, huge victory. Amazing. And um, it's just so just... awesome to just witness history and just a sigh of relief yeah like we can actually breathe now yeah and even (laughs) just like people like us who live outside of the u.s but do business in the u.s yeah uh, you know have dealings in the u.s travel to the u.s there's been so many people who have had to go back to their homes even with you know visas and green cards and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. that had to like go back to their native country and can't get back into the u.s and, you know, had to forfeit green cards and stuff like that. Like I've heard because mm. of, you know, they'll say, oh, because of COVID, whatever. But it's just like, dude, like that hurts. You know what I mean? So it's just like, I'm just hoping that we will, we'll have a, diff- a new, ex- a better experience, you know, mm. when it comes mm. to our, our dealings with the U.S. And mm. but, yeah. I always wonder though, will we actually ever see a black prime minister? Oh gosh, I hope so. But damn, Canada be white, white. Trust um, me. And I feel like <laughs> it's so crazy because you know I'm so happy and thankful that I live in Toronto because multiculturalism, culture, mm-hmm. black people has been our norm. But yeah. real talk, when you come out of Toronto, when you come out of Ontario. That's like, it. for the most part, dude, Canada is white. Extremely. Okay. I remember, um, I don't know what I was listening to or, or watching or something, but they were talking about, like, percentages and stuff of Black people. Like, and they were just showing you, like, certain states had more Black people than Canada does on a whole. Like, mm. all together. You know what I mean? Like it, 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 the the difference in percentage is just crazy, and you don't see it because you just live in Toronto. But it's just kind of like, nah. Because when I was when I'd go out to like Ottawa or even Nova Scotia or Vancouver, it's just like, wow. Like we really kind of spaced out. Like we're, we yeah. we don't you know? It's just little specks of of white of black people here and there. Yeah. But I mean, I hope, yeah. I mean, anything is possible. We know anything is possible. So I hope now that, we is, know. <laughs> that is one, you know, young black man or young black woman, Canadian. Hopefully that's somebody's ambition and they work towards that for sure. Amen. Why not? Facts. But anyway. Let me ask you this. Honest opinion. Should men be rewarded for not cheating? Hell fucking no. That's my <laughs> honest opinion. No, they shouldn't be rewarded. What do you mean? Like, uh, when I heard that shit, I was like... And, and that's, and here's the thing. I seen, first, where did I see it? 
who did I see talk about it? Yes, I saw Melanie, um, Melanie Fiona speak about it on her Instagram before I even watched the video. And <laughs> Melanie is the homie. And when Melanie gets into her Toronto West Indian bag, it's a wrap. Like she don't hold nothing. And she was going off on Instagram, actually livid at the fact of what she was hearing. So I asked her, who is this from? She sent me a clip and I wanted to listen to the clip entirely because I'm, I'm that type of person. I'm like, okay, what does all this, excuse my French, what does all this fuckery mean? Let me hear more so I can somewhat see if I can reason with no pun intended because the person's name is reason. Mm-hmm. But let me see if I can reason with this individual and see where his head is at so I can kind of understand where he's coming from. And by no means he wasn't making any sense. The fact that he feels that men should be rewarded for not cheating because it gives them validation and it makes them not want to do it. When (sighs) should be somebody's, it should be, more somebody's moral right not to cheat because it's morally wrong why like <laughs> i i don't i don't under i don't understand i don't i don't get it and is and another thing too is how often are you supposed to reward or tell somebody Oh, I'm so thankful that you don't cheat on me. That right. Not- like, is it a weekly thing? Is it a monthly thing? Did you cheat today? Did you cheat this week? No. Okay. Here you go. Like, what? It, like, are you a dog? <laughs> like, uh, am I supposed to give you a treat? Like, what exactly is the reward here? Dude. Is it because men are, they have this animal, this, this animal instinct and they feel that it is their duty to have multiple wives or multiple partners. Like, what is the reason for this? I don't understand. Ah, I just, it, it's, it's so um, aggravating to me because I just don't understand why, like we have to find these like why like pop culture finds these sort of excuses for fuckery like Mm -hmm. or tries to normalize fuckery like excuse my language but it's just like why like what do you mean get rewarded for not cheating like have you no self-control do you have you can't literally control your body is is you know running down pussy out of body experience like i just Mm. don't understand it's like i would prefer a, a a a couple you know have a swingers relationship or a open relationship if that's what floats your boat versus somebody or a woman thinking she's in a monogamous relationship but really you know it's it's a thing of like rewarding my man 
because he's not cheating. Like what? Like, it's like, you're, you're not even, you're, you're, there's no accountability there at all. You are not even trying to hold a man accountable for his own actions. You're just I, like, I just don't, I just don't subscribe to that whole thing of like, Oh, man's gonna, you know, man's gonna do this and he's going to do that. And he's a man and he can't help it. You can 100% help it. You can help mm. it. Like, I, I I will never be like, yeah, you know what I mean? Of course you could say, you know, we hear it all the time. All men are dogs. All men cheat. <laughs> whatever. Okay. Whatever your opinion is on that. Cool. But if you decide to be in a serious monogamous relationship with somebody, like not cheating is, is the norm. That's mm-hmm. not no extra bit. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I just hear this shit, and I'm just like, see, when I hear this, like, I don't know who who is reason. I see a rapper is. I believe the only time I heard reason about reason is through JBP. Yeah, me too, and I still don't really. And I have no idea who he is. I guess he's a rapper. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. But my my bigger question is like, how old are the people that say this shit? Exactly, because he sounds mad young. Like the man sounds like mid twenties. Oh yeah, he's not over thirty yet. I know that for a fact. Yeah, I don't think um... he's over thirty. Oh, he's actually thirty. Jesus, like just buck thirty. Yeah, which means he's really twenty-two. Thanks. Does he look 22? Does he look like a fool? Does he look... I was about to say, does he look like a fool? (laughs) (laughs) He just looks regular. Hmm. No surprise. A regular person. No surprise. But it's just like... And even that, like, okay. I mean, obviously, you know, a few podcasts have talked about this, but even... Like, let's just say the girl that he would would date or is dating or the next girl he dates i don't know what his relationship status is but it's like does she just go into the relationship being like with this like just on these terms like yeah babe yeah we can do this relationship shit but yo if i'm not gonna cheat on you you have to reward me like like this is my man's philosophy like is a woman just supposed to be like cool with that i don't know I don't know, but as we've learned, I mean, <laughs> when I started to see all the freaking black Trump supporters, like, you know, going hard and loud mm-hmm. and proud, like I'm talking natural hair, beautiful black mm-hmm. women talking about Trump, this Trump that I was like, wow, I see yeah. one girl singing singing some song on behalf to trump um this black this black girl and she had a dress on that like had the word the name trump on the dress like down the front or some shit like some custom dress and i was like word like (laughs) y'all really out here huh these like these like real like uh black trump supporters but anyway i say that to say as we know we can say like which women, which woman would go for that? But the reality is there's enough women that would mm. actually agree with him. 
Oh, absolutely. And it's not even, and it's not necessarily more agreeing. It's like, and we see it even with the celebrities too. It's all about, it's a money thing. It's a money thing. And like, they feel like something about taxes and yada, yada, yada. And people, and a lot of, not, I wouldn't say a lot of, but there are some Black people, more or less Black men, that appreciate his arrogance, appreciate the fact that he's very outspoken and just say whatever is on his mind and doesn't sugarcoat anything. Well, I was talking about Black women agreeing with reason. Mm -hmm. Oh, Yes. <laughs> Not oh, Trump. Well, Trump too. Yes, but I just said yes. that to say, like, you know, we would pass those beautiful, you know, black woman thinking like it's an automatic yes, sis, power to the people. When really she a whole Trump supporter, you know. Mm-hmm. So with with that same token, it's like, you know, we would be going hard. Like, which woman would wanna would listen to reason and his foolishness? But there's are women who would be like, yeah, I would reward my man if he didn't cheat on me because mostly like men normally cheat so if he doesn't exactly i should be happy for that or like whatever and if they'll they'll justify it that way but and isn't that know. sad yeah isn't that that's isn't that sad i think that speaks directly to um just a misunderstanding of self self-worth mm. you know and and standard for yourself you know and i don't know but, you know, just, I don't know. This is 2020, yo. <laughs> like, the shit that's happening in 2020, the things that people are saying in 2020, it's, like, mm-hmm. mind-boggling. Out of pocket. And Extremely. Yeah, this, and this is the time where, and it's so funny because <laughs> sometimes I'll be, like, scrolling Instagram or TikTok or whatever, and I'll see things. And I feel like, yo, am I old? Like, am I getting old? Because this just seems so inappropriate to me. Or this Mm -hmm. just seems so, Mm -hmm. like, out of pocket to me. Like, the things... cringing. Yeah, like, super cringe. Or, like, just the oversharing of, like, every aspect of your life. Everything. I just yeah like that will you know and one thing i will say with like these younger millennials and whatever generations after millennials um gen z i believe that's what it is yeah Mm um i admire the confidence like like i felt like we had confidence at, at that age but and we did but i admire the confidence that I see in more younger people at an earlier age and, and confidence as far as like, as far, I, well, I mean, I don't know because I don't know if it's real confidence because it's the same people that, you know, have a million followers, but are battling depression when, you know, they're full yeah. guys. I actually find it's arrogance. I find mm. a lot of Gen Z, mm-hmm. no disrespect, have this this arrogance and pompous mm-hmm. attitude. I like understand. It's just, yeah. Like they feel like, like they're they're rude as shit. They feel like everything is surrounded by social media. They feel like they should get something without working hard for it. 
True, it's true, a, true. it's an entitlement. That's very true, actually, because yeah. I know, and even like when I listen to like influence, like the younger influencers and stuff, it's kind of like they they legit move and feel like celebrities mm-hmm. as far as like their attitude towards other people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and everything is based on like, you know, oh, you only have that many followers. Oh, you must not be that important then like that's and that's like a legit mindset yeah it's true and I guess I I I associated it with confidence because they're putting themselves out there like much more than like we did in the past but it's like mm, there's always like some hidden thing and and I feel like when your world revolves so heavily around one thing you Mm -hmm. become very underdeveloped in other areas extremely and they don't know how to handle defeat right that's what I see too they can't handle defeat and rejection they have no idea they crumble yes and that's where the depression comes in when yeah. because everything is everything is on like this microwave instant yes type yeah. of um gratification everything has to be fast and it has to be quick and if it takes a long time if there's a process they're not about it they're not about that at all yeah. at all mm-hmm. like they'll be like because and even just you know one with relationships and stuff like that they'll make a four-month relationship sound like it was 40 years like Mm -hmm. chill out like your your world is not ending because that relationship ended but you know you can't tell people that in the time because you know everyone goes through their thing but I don't even know how we got on that (laughs) but (laughs) but yeah um so obviously we are getting up there in age you got a birthday coming up and I always forget that you are a tiny bit younger than me I keep forgetting (laughs) just a tiny bit just a tiny bit but um obviously we were a little bit more out there back in the day when it came onto our wardrobe and as we're growing up and being part of our like we're getting into like our ourselves now like I I honestly feel myself like my true self as Mm -hmm. a 36 year old woman like I feel very comfortable with who I am and what I'm doing things just starting to make sense and I just wonder, I look at certain women that don't show age at all, like, say, a Melissa Ford, for instance, who I secretly stand because <laughs> a lot of people know I wanted to be a video girl back in the day. That was like my secret fantasy. <laughs> And I look at Melissa Ford as just a Toronto beautiful woman who, yes, has sex appeal and has this very va-va-voom body. People would look at her and think, oh yeah, she's probably has no sense because she's in the music videos, yada, 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 and I don't know her. 
but I'm just saying like overall, she's extremely smart and speaks very well. Mm -hmm. When you look at her and even somebody like Bernice, that also video girl, Bernice, from my understanding, is in her late 30s to early 40s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is pretty much a grandmother. Yeah, and she is, is out here. Mm-hmm. And is out here, like, <laughs> out here looking better than some 20 year olds. Mm-hmm. Dressed in cat suits and showing her ass, wearing short shorts. And I wonder. Is there a age limit where you, us as women, can't wear certain things? Like, um, mm-hmm. or is it more of a, is it like more of a respect thing? Like if you're in a relationship, for instance, or married, for instance, and say your husband didn't really appreciate the fact of you wearing short shorts because maybe single women wear short shorts and you being a married woman you have to look a little bit more you know like wholesome if you will so i I really wonder that like is there a time limit when you have to throw away the (laughs) the daisy dukes and <laughs> put on the mom jeans or the baggy jeans or not show much too much not really show too much skin um well uh i don't i mean i'm not a married woman so i don't know what that mm-hmm. life is but i mean like as far as the age limit to wear certain things. I think everything is about how you wear things. I I think everything is about how you do something versus what it is you're actually doing, whether it be wearing clothes, whether it be, you know, the things that you say, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's always that thing. It's not what you said it's how you, how you say it. So I feel like it's the same thing with clothing because I think of older women who are, there who uh, who love to show their sex appeal and still show their bodies and stuff like that like a tracy ellis ross for example mm-hmm. you know what i mean you know she's still gonna give you a bikini pick because mm-hmm. why not you know yeah. um so i don't really think i love to see older women um like mature women uh like show off their bodies yeah like in a beautiful confident tasteful way like i don't think there's anything wrong with that um you know yeah like i dude we i i feel like i feel like my whole perspective on like life and just how i go like how you're saying as a 36 year old woman you feel very comfortable in who you are now and that sort of thing and that's how i feel with myself as well um but particularly like it hits different after like going through a year like 2020 you Mm -hmm. know and just the roller coaster of emotion and just and just um the reality of understanding like yo we get one of these like we get one life like a whole ass pandemic has taken out so many people, 
You know what I mean? So it's just like, yo, if you want to wear your Daisy Dukes, if you want to, you know, show your ass, if you want to wear your belly skin when you're 52, like do what the hell you going to do. Like, mm-hmm. that's just how I feel. Do I, have I seen women where I'm like, mm, I think you're a little too old for that outfit. Absolutely. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But it, but again, it's like what it is like, you know what it means? But as far as like, just showing your your confidence or your sex appeal like i'm never against that as far as like the married married thing goes it's like i get it and i understand how couples will probably have that discussion amongst themselves to say like you know well you know we're married now so i mean maybe those shorts are a little too short or that skirt's a little too tight and i don't want but but it's like, I don't know. Like if that, if I ever, if, if somebody, I can say, I could tell you in, in a relationship and being in a relationship with somebody, mm-hmm. the people that I've dated, I've never had that issue with because it's just, this is really just how I, you met me and this is mm-hmm. what we, what I'm doing. But I know marriage is obviously a different ball game and you make different sacrifices and you adjust in different ways. And I totally get that. But I don't know. Like, I, I feel like I would still take issue with that. Like, because I mean, art, like, you know, I don't know. Like, especially if I know I'm not trying to present mm-hmm. as a single woman. This is just what I like to wear. This is how I feel my most confident. Like, like I would want a man to celebrate my confidence in mm-hmm. knowing that like, I'm not doing it for the attention of uh, other men or whatever. It's literally just for me. Exactly. Um, you know, so yeah. Yeah. That's what That's I true. think. Yeah. That's how I feel too. And <laughs> I I don't want no man telling me what to wear. <laughs> yeah. I just look at it as like a control thing, even though I know it's probably not in some cases. But like, uh, I, I don't I don't know I don't know. I haven't really actually one dude, one dude. Like later on down the road, he told me that he didn't really like me to wear a certain outfit, and I'm just like. Mm. <laughs> why is that an insecurity within you or like why why I didn't really understand the whole reason but um yeah I totally agree with that <laughs> I actually have a little story though regarding um certain <laughs> certain um certain things that people maybe shouldn't really wear so you know how my mentor she does stuff for starter official mm-hmm. so she always sends me stuff <laughs> so one time she sent me this hoodie from starter and um the hoodie was a little too juvenile for me like it was like a, I think it was pink. There was a pink one and a blue one. And the hood had sequins. Oh gosh. 
on it. And she told me she was going to send it to me. She was just like, you know, I see that you style kids and whatever. So I'm just sending you some stuff for your kit, for your kit. So I'm like, okay, cool. Styling kit. I'm always looking for clothes to put in the styling kit is what it is. And you never know when you're going to need a sequence hoodie. Real yeah. talk. You never, yeah. know. <laughs> you never know. So I had it <laughs> in my closet. Uh, yo, why is it one day my mom, <laughs> she goes out and takes a picture of her in the hoodie. I called her and I was just like, where did you get that? She was like, oh, you know, it was in your, your closet. closet. <laughs> it was in a bag. And I'm like, mom, that's too young for you. She's like, how do you mean it's too young for me? I'm like, yo, you look 12. (laughs) You know, we got into a big argument about that. Listen. A big argument. She said that I can't tell her that she looks young. Like, I'm rude. I am dying of laughter because I've 100% told my mom to change multiple <laughs> times. <laughs> because she just be coming in my closets doing the most, getting too happy. Like, <laughs> like what, what are you doing in a pink, in the pink? Then she was like, yeah, why don't you just give me the gold one then? There was a gold one. I'm like, mom. <laughs> Mom, we're doing no sequence hoodies for you. No sequence hoodie. This big <laughs> starter official in the front in sequence. Where are you going? Yo, I'm dying. No, it's true. Like, honestly, like, you know, because, you know, and our pa- our moms are hot girls. You know what I Thank mean? Thank you. And they, you. and they are at that age where a lot of the stories start with when I was your age or back mm-hmm. in my day, you know, like mom, I knew, I know you were hot shit back in your day. Okay. And then, and you know, you're hot shit still in a grown woman way, but <laughs> yeah, I don't be trying to wear the 20 year old hot shit. Like, nah, like, so Thanks. yes, that that's a different thing for sure. <laughs> but as far as like them, you know, accentuating their sex appeal in a, in their age friendly sort of way, then mm-hmm. yeah, I'm all for it. Like, yes, we're going to, you know, va- go on vacation, wear your two piece, you know, do what you got to do, wear your sexy gown with the high split, like all of that, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I totally know what you mean with, with the, and that's the thing. It's, it's, I think there's a difference with like young adolescent looking clothing versus mm-hmm. um, revealing or sexy or whatever. Yeah. You know? It's true. It's true. I'm, I feel like over the years now I'm starting to like, I like chunkier pieces. Like I like kind of stuff. It's almost like I'm going backwards, like how I used to dress when I was like in my teens. Mm. Like everything is oversized, but still very, it's more modernized now. It's oversized, yeah. but 2020 style. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. I love oversized um, sweaters, maybe like an off the shoulder type thing like chunky sweater especially for fall like i love everything loose Mm -hmm. but there was a time 
Everything was tied up. Tied up, tied up, tie up. Tie up and tied up. Tie up and tied up. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Tucked all the time. It was cut up, tie up, and, t- and tight. Yeah, cut up, tie up. And what was the other one? Um, I can't remember. <laughs> tie up. Um, <laughs> I forgot it already. Lord Jesus. <laughs> I know, I was just trying to write it down, but now I forgot to. <laughs> but um, yes, all of that. It's true. For me, my, my, my signature was everything. Like everything had to be either really short mm-hmm. or like belly skin. Like I, I yes. love to like, and I used to wear like really low, low cut, like ass crack showing, you know, like, or like just almost peeking through yep. with like, you know, and show and, you know, the whole, the whole, like whole stomach out sort of thing that was mm-hmm. always like my vibe. And it's just like, yeah, I mean, now I love oversized things too. And it's just, it, you know, you just grow, but it doesn't mean that you, I think like in my thirties, I'm also like understanding like sex appeal more too. Yes. And just understanding like the attitude that is sex appeal, like the, mm-hmm. the, the confidence that is sex appeal versus like wearing revealing clothing and that sort of thing. But it's nice. like when it comes time and it's time to like turn up in that kind of way, like 100%, I could turn up in that kind of way. But mm-hmm. for, for the most part, it's like, you know, there's just a different like swag when you actually have like real confidence. Amen. 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 But yeah. Okay. Let's take a break and we'll be right back. Mm -hmm. All right. We are back. Okay. Mm -hmm. So my random question for you is, Actually, I feel like it was like a meme, but I'm just going to ask you. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been in a situation where a guy asked you to follow him somewhere and then mm-hmm. you were gone for like <laughs> two, three days? Because <laughs> I know I've been in that situation. Okay, guys, just so you know, this was not a kidnap. <laughs> okay. It was consensual. It was, it was consensual, consensual kidnap. <laughs> wow. Let's not let's not everybody. I don't want everybody to think that we just got kidnapped. <laughs> that was not the case. Yo. We knew the man and everything was consensual and it is what it is. But yes, that has happened to me. It happened to me and I was away for a day. And the only reason why is because I didn't know how to get back home. <laughs> nah, nigga, you got kidnapped. If that's the case, you got kidnapped. Were you out of town? I was, like, in the West End. Wow. Like, so you just didn't know the West End at that time? <laughs> I had no idea. I I didn't know anything about bus. Like, I started taking the bus, like, fully, like, fully 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 when i was like 24 oh my god oh my god seriously yeah like yeah. fully 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 oh my god but gosh. i i my first time on the bus by myself was when i was 
19. How? Okay, because you're from Markham. I'm from Markham. <laughs> you're really from Markham. Yeah. And the only reason why I had to take bus by myself is because I got a job on Young in College. I used to work at um, American Express. And yeah, it was downtown. So I had to take the bus. Ooh. I had no way to get there. And my mom, I will never forget it. My mom, like, it was my first big time job out of high school. So I was feeling mad live. And I got the job in the middle of the week. And my mom, I remember she took me to Scarborough Town Center, parked the car, and we took the, the train together she wanted to show me the route and then we took it back and it was at night so it was like a training session <laughs> at 19 at 19 wow i'm like yo i'm really a downtown kid because i was i took bus by like seven years old to meet my mom at work <laughs> you're wildin yo like and i would have no fear in the world like my mom would just explain to me like yo this is your stop. This is how much the bus costs. Ask the driver to let you off here. And then what happened was because there was a time where um, we actually had to live in, we had to live with my grandmother while our, I think this was right before we bought our Scarborough house. So mm -hmm. we were kind of in transition. So we had moved from downtown and then we were living in um, actually close to where I live now, like in the Etobicoke area. And I was still going to elementary school downtown. And so we would wake up early in the morning. I would take the train from Kipling Station all the way downtown. At and then, seven. Yeah. And then sometimes my mom would make me um, meet her at work. And at the time she worked in um, like, the financial district like king and bay area so i'd have to take the train there and then she would make like one of her co-workers come meet me and but we had to like say a password and like if they didn't say the password i didn't go with them like <laughs> dude i was like i had a cell phone like i i was lit because i had a cell phone but i could it was only none of my friends i couldn't call no friends no friends had no <laughs> cell phone so it was really just like for emergencies it was like I remember That's that. Seven. Yeah. Like back when bus fare was like 50 cents at the or 25 cents, something like that. Yo, at seven, <laughs> I took the school bus and got lost. <laughs> I took the wrong bus. The wrong bus. I will never forget it. I took the wrong bus. And I those times I lived in Malvern. And I was and the bus stopped the bus that I took went to Emperingham and I lived in Swells and Swells and Emperingham is like not even that close I mean not even that far away far. but I it the last stop was at Emperingham you know I stayed outside at Emperingham and like was out there by myself for like maybe 25 minutes until I see my mom she ran to me <laughs> and she was just like what are you doing here She's like, you know, you live right over there. You can walk. 
taking TTC oh my God, at nice. seven? You're wild. Yeah. Like, are no. you dumb? Oh, that is hilarious. <laughs> Yo. No what do you mean? You got... <laughs> Your mom's like, um, you know, we live across the street. <laughs> like, literally. I was at Embrycam and I, and I lived at Swills. Oh, my gosh. But took that the wrong bus. Is funny. But, that. yeah. So, homeboy that I was oh, yeah. seeing. Dude, because me being Markham girl wants a West End dude. You know, he's um, live. Of course. Yeah, the braids. He was light skin. His <laughs> pants were always baggy. <laughs> like, Where are they now? Well, they should. Thanks. They should bring a show out, like, and just track down all of like all the old people that you have all these stories about, like all of us, like us as as single women, and just like be like, where are these people now? <laughs> I would say something, but I don't okay. Want to just offend. say this: Have you seen? Have you seen this dude ever again? Um, one of them. Mm. One of them, I see him often. Mm. And let's just say he's a groupie. That's all I'm gonna say. Mm. That's all I'm gonna say. But anyways, um, homeboy said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come follow me somewhere." And that always makes me feel alive because I'm just like, oh, he's going to show me around his boys. Oh my like, gosh, wow. he, wants me to, he wants to do a road with me? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so you get all dressed up. You put on your tight, my tight jeans and like my belly top. Yeah. And that time I had like slick hair, slick short hair. So that was like my vibe. Man came and picked me up at like 12 in the day took me all the way to like Rexdale or something like that to chill in his homeboy's basement. And last thing I remember is I woke up. (laughs) I was sleeping on the couch. (laughs) And they were outside smoking weed. Like, that was the. Oh, so, where did he sleep? Good question. He never <laughs> like I, curled up beside you on the couch at any point. I, I think there was a moment where there was like a little bit of curl up, but those are those are the men that always want to go and smoke like all oh the my time. Gosh. Like every yes, yes, he was out yes. there smoking and just like burning weed, playing like video games, video playing video games talking one two one two and that was it and that 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 is such oh my gosh that's such a like a back in the day hood dude thing to do where you invite the girl around your friends but you have no social skills so (laughs) you're just doing your thing but you have a girl there but it's like it's a yeah you know how this girl came to check me but you have like you're not even interacting it's just the most awkward it's thing. just awkward and you're just like hey and you just sit down uh, or like they're uh, busting joke and you try to like <laughs> add a little one two in there like oh my god that's so funny like i'm in the room <laughs> wow like yo i thank god i thank god that those times are over man because i'm 100 percent 
had my share of those times where you're dealing with the hood dude so you feel lit because you're on his block not knowing that at any point in time your life could be in danger <laughs> like shit is real okay at, like you know like ain't nothing cute about <laughs> gunshots ringing out like <laughs> ain't nothing cute but at that time you don't consider like those possibilities all you nope. know is you're with this dude and mm-hmm. he's so fine and he you know he thought you was fine and he maybe bought you a one food you know that was a lick like <laughs> if a man bought you food you know as like a youngin it's like oh he bought me food like yeah he checks for we're not me. talking like, about like dinner we're talking about like no food. yes we're talking about like a mcdonald's meal we're talking about maybe a chinese food combo maybe you know <laughs> maybe a thing from friendships remember friendship yeah oh my gosh that is so nostalgic but yeah no i've had that i i asked that question because i've had that situation too where i was dating a dude and i guess that was the difference that we were dating so like this was my man so but it was like early days of us dating so definitely still that time of like just trying to be cute you know put on my cute little outfit because you say you're picking me up same thing exactly everything that you said and then i start to see us going like far out like where i'm you know seeing bush and tree and i'm wondering like yo where are we going he's like oh you know just follow me somewhere real quick I'm like, all right, yo, fam. The next thing I knew, I was in Montreal for like three days. Like, with no clothes. Like, houseway. Like, you couldn't even tell me to pack a little bag with some panty and a toothbrush. Like, he had, we had to buy shit. And I was cheesed about that. Because I was like, yo, what do you mean? Like, nah, like, you need to tell me. Like, what if I had something to do? Exactly. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, I don't even remember i think okay yes so this was definitely during the times where we went to when we were in college Mm -hmm. um and i i remember being at george brown and i feel like i was not working like a part-time job or anything outside of school at mm-hmm. that time because I was like yo I just need to focus on school and like graduate and so I didn't have a job so good thing good thing I didn't have a job at that time because it's like I would have been calling in sick like constantly and it's just like he had no sort of like he did not he, he would just be like oh well how much would you make today okay I'll just pay you that I'm like that's not the, this the besides the point dude like what do you mean <laughs> But like, yeah, like we're fear- we were fearless. We were so fearless. fearless. Like you in Montreal for three days, really. And what did I even tell my mom? Like, thank you. You know, I, I don't even know. And what was he doing for three days? Hood Are shit. you even? A- <laughs> That's can all I, you can say. Can, yeah. <laughs> Hood shit. <laughs> Yeah. That's it. Fill in the blank. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Create your own ending. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, or even just those late night drives, you know, 
where mm-hmm. like, or have you ever been in a situation where a guy's like, yo, can you drive my car for me? I'm tired. And you feel like <clears throat> it's a nice car, not knowing that you're probably a getaway driver at that moment. <laughs> yo, I got hood relationship traumas, yo. Real talk, like, <laughs> because... Mm-mm. I've that? definitely been in that situation multiple times. And you like, say multiple. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. It's like you know, you start learning all the back streets of Toronto. It's like, how do I know this shortcut? Oh right, <laughs> because I had to avoid some shit. Yo, that is wild. <laughs> but yeah, back to that that time of just fearless careless living mm-hmm. thank god we made it through those times and i'm girl. very girl I, i'm like so i'm like uh like a grandmother at this point like i mm-hmm. love to be in my house i love yeah. to be in my like my excitement is like cooking and eating a, and and watching a movie like yeah. that is like social time for me you yeah. know like seriously what it's a a wild time wow i just wonder if those things still go on like i i said that too and i think the answer to that is yes they do because you have to remember like the things just repeat themselves for the generations so like absolutely there's like that still you know because somebody's little brother probably yeah. watched their big so, brother yeah. do this mm-hmm. and it just continues <laughs> oh my gosh okay so speaking of which so i okay i'm not going to say anything but like okay so somebody who who is close to me a guy mm-hmm calls me you know hood dude whatever okay i'll say he's a relative of mine Mm-hmm. Anyway, my relative calls me and he's like, <laughs> yo, hood dudes are so funny, yo, because they be, they try to be so discreet, but they're so bait. So he's calling me like with relationship problems, right? Like, <laughs> and he needs like some sound advice. So check it out. This is how the conversation started, okay? He was like, so yo ronnie so like let's just say like you had a significant other right and like people on road are telling you that like yo your girl's giving you bun or your significant other's giving you bun and like you know but you live with the person but you're trying to like leave but they don't want you to leave but like yo what would you do like just talking but he's making it sound hypothetical and i'm okay. like so basically that's the situation you're in exactly you're and he, in. He, he's like, i'm like why did you why did you feel like you had to do all of that bro like i know you're talking about yourself okay so that's number one but i'm just like just the situations that he was explaining to me like This girl said that, like, his girl said that, um, that she has a cousin who he's never met before that she's chilling with these days, but she's out till, like, 5 a.m., and the cousin is a dude. Okay. Really? Really? Who's this cousin? Why haven't haven't I met this cousin? 
but they're picking you up and you're out to all hours and this is your cousin this is your cousin that's a male right and so the instantly when he's so instantly when he's telling me all these stories i was like yo how old's your girl because these are very adolescent ass lies right and he's like oh yeah she's like whatever um like mid to late 20s or whatever and i was like wow like that like so i say all that story to say that yes these things are still happening in every like generation so like the 20 year olds and the stuff are still on the bs like they're still definitely like you know and now it's it's a lot of women like the it's almost like role reversal in some ways too mm-hmm. because women are not like uh innocent or one and we never have been but it's like now the women are like nah you stay home i'm doing road without you you know but i seen a meme oh and it was it a few days ago <laughs> and it said something about along the lines of uh what did it say Whoever told women, whoever told women to go out there and work, I'm pissed because I want my woman to be in the house. And it was along the lines of women just being like, <laughs> almost like having, it's almost like we were, I think you were saying that the roles have been somewhat reversed now. Mm-hmm. Like the women are out here really doing the dirty work. And the thing about it is mm-hmm. too, is that we do it so much better. Like, mm-hmm. yep, it's the way better, which is, which is wild. Like I knew some girls who they don't do it anymore, but <laughs> they used to give their men bun, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and quite deserving of it to be honest. But <laughs> yeah, it was it was like. It, it just it, it just was natural to them they they did it as if they were a nigga like it was nothing and that's the thing right i mean let's be real i mean people like men or women are gonna cheat like if they mm-hmm. want to cheat you mm-hmm. know it's like it that to me like that should I mean, I know in society, it's more of a thing of like, well, women are generally the more faithful ones or whatever, but not, like not necessarily. And the reality is, as you said, like us as women, we can, we do things better. We have more finesse. Mm -hmm. So it's like women just probably don't get caught as much, but I'm not going to move like, or, or try to make it seem like cheating is only like a man thing. Absolutely not nope um but at the end of the day i think like in relationships it just boils down to like the level of like respect that you have for each other you know because mm-hmm. you you can never like you can never be around somebody 24 several seven watching their every move watching you know what their dms is looking like all the time all that type of stuff but at you know and but I think like before everything like because you know people be like yeah trust communication that sort of stuff, which are highly 
important elements of a relationship, but I think like respect is, is like the umbrella thing because all of those other things will flow in the relationship once respect is, is there. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not not cheating on you because I don't find any other man or woman attractive. That would be a big old lie, but I'm, I'm not cheating on you because I respect you, Facts, you know, and I want you to trust me and, you know, I trust you and I respect you. Like, you know, all those things, but then I know says, and I, and I finished all that with saying, um, says the single girl. So, Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I be knowing shit. Oh, absolutely. And I trust me. I, I, was, caught, <laughs> I was caught cheating. So fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Have I ever been I, caught cheating? Mm, no. But when me and the person broke up, like just broke up in life, years later, he asked me. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yo, did you ever cheat on me? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I needed to do it for my soul, girl. I couldn't lie. There was no reason to lie at that time. Because, you know, You're he... Good. Uh, you would have denied it to the end. Listen, when I got caught, I said no. <laughs> and the brother, the brother saw me in action. No. The, bro- <laughs> the brother, the joke is, I was in grade nine. No, I was in grade 10. I was young. It was young. And the guy was in grade 12 or grade 13. And <laughs> the dude that I was messing with um, had a friend. And that friend had an older brother. And that older brother <laughs> knew my man. <laughs> so I'm here telling a bull-faced lie. <laughs> knowing fully well that the brother told him everything. Oh my gosh! And I said no, like literally. I think I told. I think I I mentioned this story on the podcast. That's another conversation. But yeah, how he even found out and how he told me, and yo, my heart. Mm But that you know what I have been in those situations. Yo, that's the most high level anxiety experience. (sighs) Or when a man says, let me see your phone and you're not prepared. <laughs> you haven't had time to delete shit. Yo, I used to be a mess. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Uh, Anytime somebody lie. comes with that, I literally like, why? Why do you want to see my phone for? You don't trust me? But you me? see, you, you sound mad guilty right there. You sound mad guilty right there. But you know what? I just hope and pray. And I ask my friends who are in relationships and even my married friends. I ask them. I'm like, so do you guys do the whole check each other's phone thing? Is that still Mm-mm. a thing? And nine times out of 10, the answer is no. Yeah. Like they're not doing that anymore. And it's just like, is yeah, it I because, couldn't. Is it because of, and, and so when you say you couldn't, is it because of you're afraid of seeing something you don't want to see? And it's kind of like, you know, is it that thing of like, you know, um, your you know, you're just kind of left in your own or ignorance is bliss sort of thing. Like you don't know, so it can't hurt you. 
I think it would be more of a, it's something that I would do constantly. Once I do it, mm. then I'd constantly want to do it you, again. You open the portal. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if I constantly want to do it, then I'll have an eagerness to do it. Yeah. And then one time, that one time I'm trying to do it, I get caught. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, 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 that's my thing. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So what about you leaving your phone around like if you're with a guy and let's say relationship not just a do you're talking to mm-hmm. but like you're in a relationship with a dude are you the type to just kind of leave your phone hanging out on the bed while you go in the shower like uh, wherever like are you that type or are you the type to like take the phone in the washroom and oh girl my phone's always on lock so i leave it anywhere <laughs> but what if he Okay, what would you do if you came out the shower and you saw him, like, in your phone? Like, what if he just happened to know your password? No. Hmm. Yeah, the way my trust issues are set up. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Have I left my phone around? There's been times where I've left my phone around. Yeah. There's been times. And even when I put in my password, I kind of, like, do it secretly. I do it so fast too. <laughs> I do it so fast. I don't trust yo, I don't trust people. Eh? I used like, to be on my reverse psychology shit hard. Like I would leave my phone around. No one there's dirt in my phone. But oh my just the fact of like me leaving it around makes it look like nothing. I used to be a savage. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like I you know, you know, thank God for redemption (laughs) but like yeah like it's to be like because I just because also I was very um I was I, I was very like ignorant to people's feelings at that Mm -hmm. time in that sense of like if you if you were to catch me or if you were to ask me about something my pride is the thing that would be like okay and like thanks you know that my pride even though i know i hurt you even though it would hurt me my pride at that time would be like oh you're trying to catch me in something okay whatever like yeah all of that you know but it that you just had no um recollection for what you're doing you know, or what you're doing to somebody or it's a, it becomes a defense mechanism and all mm-hmm. those types of things because you actually don't want to deal with what you're being confronted with. Yep, I'd but, always spin it on him. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I think the worst thing, and I, oh my God, I've been in this situation too, where it's like when you're absolutely not, so there was one time where I, I was in a relationship and I went on vacation with this person and like a bunch of other people. Mm-hmm. And so we're on vacay. I'm living my best life. You know what I mean? I think, I can't remember where we were, either Dominican or Jamaica, one of them. And, um, you know, resort, whatever, whatever. And, you know, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's resort life so it's it's drinking and it's going out to the little club and you know telling the dj what songs to play and all that type of stuff and you know 
with friends and all this kind of stuff and I'm wearing my outfits and all my outfits are planned child because you know it's a stunt show all day Mm -hmm. so you know all of that but then it's like you know dude was seeing just you know how much attention I was getting from not strangers but the people that he knew like his Mm -hmm. people so then that became a thing of like oh you must you must want this attention because why are you, you know, why why do you have to go out every night? My nigga, we on a whole ass vacation. What do you mean? Like, this is what we do. If I if I drink and, and get tipsy or whatever, I'm stumbling back to my room. Like, exactly. what, what are you talking to me about right now? Like, you know, and then it kind of escalated something where we came home from the vacation or whatever, but then it was like, I, up to this day, Janelle, I can't even tell you what the hell it was. But basically, I got accused of, like, doing some bullshit, and I wasn't even on no bullshit. Like, at all. And the way this person just made it up in their minds that I was doing something, and then they brought it back to the vacation, and that's why that one was looking at you that hard, and that's what... And I'm like, word, like, is this really happening right now? And, and I, mm. I just, I just did not have like the mental capacity for that type of that level of like ridiculousness because of like his own insecurities, you know? And I'm just like, wow. Like, and you know, there's sometimes, honestly, I go through this emotion all the time where it's like some days, you know, I've, like I'm, I look at beautiful relationships. I'm like, man, that's so beautiful. I love love. You know, mm-hmm. I love relationships. I love to see people thriving in their relationships. And then there's that part of me too that I'm just like, you know, I don't want. I enjoy not dealing with nobody's headache right now. Amen. Like, like, you know how good I feel to not have to answer to no one at this time in my life, like. Dude, if I don't want to cook, if I don't want to wash my hair, if I don't want to do anything, if I don't want to shave my legs, if I don't want to, like, I could do whatever I want. (laughs) So it's, but you know, we are at that age and at a time in life where it's like, you know, you you start to think about, about, um, I'm hearing that clapping sound. What is that? I'm not sure. Um, anyway. Yeah, like where we where we're at that place where it's like you want you know love and relationship and marriage and kids and all those things, but I think you have to mentally prepare that you it's inevitable that you're gonna that that's gonna come with some headaches. It's gonna come with like a lot of like beautiful things, but it's also gonna come with like headache. And it's like, I've, I've heard somebody say this one time in regards to relationships, like everybody comes with their level of like bullshit, but it's just like, whose bullshit are you willing to put up with? It sounds like Tasia. Yeah, it does sound like something Tasia would say. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who said it, but like, yeah, but it's true though, you know? Yeah. yeah. Cause yeah. I, even a man dealing with me, I'm not just going to be like an easy walk in the park, but if you are willing 
it's gonna be a beautiful time. Exactly. (laughs) I I say that often. I mean, this is years upon years of single life. Like Mm. that's just this is I I I'm quite accustomed to my life right now. And like I would love to be in a relationship. I still am putting that out there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I'm not saying that. Okay, yeah, you know, everything is just off, and I'm I'm going to be that that girlfriend that's just gonna do everything you say and do um be on my girlfriend duty. No, this is gonna have to be a gradual thing because mm-hmm. I'm still in. I'm still gonna be not necessarily single mode, but yeah, it's just not gonna be. <laughs> it's it's baby steps. Yeah. Baby steps. It's true. But Again, yeah. the single girl's talking. <laughs> I know. You know, it's going to be interesting when we're not single. And like, I know. let's see, we'll be listening to all these, like, these old episodes. Like, bitch, I'm happily cooped up, cooking, cleaning for my man and happy, bitch. I don't know what I was talking about last year. <laughs> Trust me. It's like, if my man says that he don't want to see me in tights, I, I ain't, ain't wearing no tights. I'm burning my tights. I, got, I ain't going nowhere. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> imagine but you know what i think like at the end of the day like what you know your perspective changes as your life changes period mm-hmm. like you know so nobody can hold nothing on you and I, I don't subscribe to that either of like oh well you used to do this and you used to be about this but nigga, i've changed like what do you Facts. mean like what's your problem like it's yeah. called living and growing and evolving so you know mm-hmm. what what i think about relationships now will change you know and that's okay Max. it is what it is but yeah um do you have an off figure tip for us oh we're gonna go right into off figure tip mm-hmm. <laughs> i actually do and it's short and sweet I think I said that. I think I said something about something being short and sweet this episode, and I ended up talking and rambling on. Because that's just what we do. (laughs) (laughs) But um, as we know, um, I mean, when this pod airs, obviously, um, the world has seen what happens when people come together. Mm-hmm. when people legit work together beautiful things can happen and that is what happened to get this somebody called him there's so many people call him a cheese head or a cheese doodle or just <laughs> he, like the most or the orange or the orange that's what happened when we put our brains together we managed to get this motherfucker out in the white house Uh like when did donald trump got elected four years ago Uh and i remember where i was when he got elected i was actually on a photo shoot and went to mcdonald's and was with the models that i was with Uh and we were looking at the screen in the mcdonald's and saw 
that he won. And that time I wasn't really caring too much because I mean, mm-hmm. I was really upset at the fact that Obama couldn't run again. I know. Like, it was just devastating. And I'm just like, okay, this reality star just became president. President, like, wow. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't thinking anything bad. I was just like, yo, America is really something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This man <laughs> into presidency, okay cool whatever mm-hmm. and i know a lot of people didn't vote back then like mm-hmm. they voted for obama they voted for obama again but for donald trump they just didn't vote because it was against hillary hillary clinton nobody really cared for hillary so nobody really voted period right and we've seen how much damage this man has done like, mm-hmm. like down to the last, the, his last term, the amount of damage he has done. We thought Bush was bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. But this man, like Bush is an angel compared to this man. And the amount of, from BLM movement to rallies to protest um, from early voting these Uh record-breaking votes record-breaking votes like when people come together yep we make shit happen when black people come together Uh we make shit happen Mm-hmm. And that was something, I mean, you know, we're in a pandemic and, mm-hmm. you know, the George Floyd things and all the things, all the, the Black people that we've seen murdered on camera and all these things. But it's like, I really feel like this was a time yeah. where Black people really understood like the meaning and the significance and the power of us actually sticking together and breaking that you know generational curse of like culturally we just feel like it's a every man for himself type of thing whereas other every other culture binds together it's like Mm -hmm. we've had to learn like yo it's really us like it's us like we have to like it i remember seeing those videos on instagram of those like those black organizations that would just walk through their neighborhoods with like machine mm-hmm. guns and stuff and like yeah. just protect the black people and protect people and stuff like like almost like a new age black panther and it's like no it's not to promote violence or anything like that but just to un- just the understanding of like yo we have to have each other's back for mm-hmm. real and then yeah yeah the nation of islam has been on that from time mm-hmm the what do you call it um the um hebrew israelites i believe mm-hmm. been on that from time mm-hmm. like this showed that we can do amazing things i believe um around the way curls one of my favorite podcasts mm-hmm. um posted today that they accidentally put it on their page mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they took it down and then one of the um one of the girls from that crew posted it on her personal page. 
Mm. And um, it showed how many black people um, voted. And the reason why Joe Biden won is because of the black vote. The black vote. Mm-hmm. And she is just like, you see, y'all, this is like, we did this. If it wasn't for us, this, this cheese head would still be in the office. And it's true. So, yeah, I just pray just, that, the hmm? uni- I pray that the unity stays, you know? Mm-hmm. It has to. It has to. It has to stay. Like, we can't make this go in vain. Mm-mm. We cannot make this go in vain. This is, especially right now, when many people are still trying to figure certain things out, like help one another, help each other grow. Like we're better together than apart. And that's my offer you took. Yep. Um, yep, yep. Thank you guys for listening. Mm-hmm. Thank you for rocking with us once again. You know, your girls be out here doing the most. But we always love to come and just, you know, shoot the shit on our pod and share our thoughts with you guys. So, you know, we love when you share your thoughts with us, comments, send us emails, um, hit us up on the Instagram behind the stage. And am I missing anything? Uh, you said hit us up behind the stage. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, my uh, my quote today is discipline weighs ounces but regret weighs tons and mm-hmm. that is from uh the millennial to millionaires podcast that i listen to um with alicia west is one of the hosts on there and it's a really great podcast for like Ooh, yes. home ownership and stuff like that but when i heard that i was like yes i love that because at the end of the day it's going to cost you more in in that personal regret feeling of I should have, would have, could have than it is to just discipline yourself and get the shit done, whatever it is. And that has been something that I'm currently, you know, going through as far as like buckling down and staying focused on what my task is at hand. Because if I don't like, I will be the only one to regret it. So yeah. Amen. Amen. Anyways, thanks guys. Bye. Bye. Is that like our new outro? Because we've been saying bye the <laughs> same know. way for like five weeks. <laughs> Bye.